What's up? It's Sammy, the Spanish Cacabara, and you, yes, you, right now, are listening to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling, a Hector's Wrestling World production. Welcome to episode six of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. I'm here with Raymond. Mark couldn't make it today, so it's just us two today. Yay. Uh, I want I wanted this just to um start the show off just a little different today. I wanted to say I think the podcast is going good or great for not being promoted nationwide. Uh, I want to thank for the, thank um, all the supporters that we have so far. Um, I love the little comments that we're getting of keep up the good work, love the show, or a little they have like little tips. If they want to tell us of what we should add or what we should change, whatever, that's always good. Um, a, a few um, people on social media have taken, how, how can you say it, on their own will. They chose to share our post, which it's awesome. So it's getting out there. So thank you all for supporters. I also got a weird one today, Raymond. I got... Um, oh, really? Yeah. The, the person is going to hear this, I'm not going to say no names, told me today that um, the person listens, has listened to all five shows from from beginning to end, and the only reason they wa- they listened to the show was to see if I mess up. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> so, so I'm going to say, I'm, I don't think the person's a hater. It's just, it's weird that that's what they said. So I'm going to tell them thank you for listening to all five episodes downloading it and all of that and keep listening um and, and the person said they, i haven't messed up yet which that's a big thing because i think i have so the only my mess ups are going to be is saying um a lot and, and maybe i mess up on words besides that i'm not going to mess up i've messed up so much in my life that this is easy i mean i don't know but i, I don't know I, I can't speak for you but wrestling is like a passion it's not a hobby it's not something that i just do for like oh let me just play with this for a little and that's it no wrestling is it's a lifestyle for me so i there's no way i can mess up on this when there's so much passion and, and basically it's just us three but right now two just two of us having fun t- talking about wrestling non-stop yeah. so when so if you wait for us to mess up or me to mess up keep listening so we can get to like the thousand episode and you can still tell me that i haven't messed up yet anyway <laughs> Well, all that I can say at this, I'm with that person. The only reason I do this because I can see you fail. So <laughs> get get in line, Raymond. Get in line. All right. No, but- um, we do have a lot of news, but come on, it wouldn't be our show if I didn't say about talk about the guy. You may have to uh, remind my. Uh, okay, fine. We'll, we'll change up a little. Let's talk about Phil. Ah, uh, uh, never t- mind. I got, I got it. Let's talk about Phil. <laughs> on that, on Dynamite, they announced it's official on Saturday Night Collision on June 17 in Chicago. Phil will show up, also known as CM Punk. So we. We'll, yes. I, I know people get tired, but um, I listen to a few podcasts and and um, a few of them don't want to say CM Punk because he's always in the news and they're like, let's just try not to talk about him. I, I like talking about him. And this is probably the last thing we're going to say about him. When they announced it, he went on Twitter and he posted a picture of uh, a scene from the movie Blade Runner. And from that scene, it's a, it's a really good 
battle speech motivation, which basically is going to kick ass. But then what the funny part is that in the bottom, there's a link. When you click on that link, it takes you to a clip of a movie from um, Adam Sandler, Billy Madison. And the scene is when he's throwing, he's playing dodgeball with little kids. Remember, he's an adult. Throwing a dodgeball to little kids. And when he's throwing the dodgeball, he goes, you're all in big trouble now. So who's he talking to? Is he talking to the little kids, like the Young Bucks or whatever? But I thought that was pretty funny. It's a big battle scene speech. And then him throwing dodgeballs at little kids saying that they're all in trouble now. All right. Well, you had a. Uh, yeah, I mean, scene, right? I definitely look forward to. I... Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited too about that. So, I know what I'll be doing Saturday nights. It's kind of sad, but yeah. Now, <laughs> definitely June 17. You know where I'll be at. Absolutely, and I look forward to his uh, re-entry into AEW's world. Um, it'll be interesting, just you know, to see how they kind of work this out between the guys. But yeah, it's definitely going to be something that's going to be major coming on Saturdays. How major it would be, that's time to tell. See, um, my thing is, I don't think they worked out anything. That's that's the crazy part. For, for, like I said, from what we heard was, and this, this is already going too much about CM Punk right now, but um, for, from from what we heard was, CM Punk is willing to work with anybody. He wants to squash everything and get back to work. And supposedly, Young Bucks don't want nothing to do with CM Punk. Um, Kenny Omega um, has based, like I said, this is all rumors what, we, what, what people are saying from backstage. Kenny Omega said he was willing to work with CM Punk in some way. Um, but the main thing was Jericho. Supposedly he sat down with Jericho and they said they would get connected. So maybe that's the story that happens June 17. So that's the reason we have Collision, is to keep CM Punk away from the Young, young Bucks, I guess. Um... What else about that? Um, there was something else I had to say. I lost train of thought about it. CM Punk, CM Punk. Um, I don't know. All right, but you had an interesting night. Yes, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yesterday I got to see the screening with. Uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Screening of the Flash. And you can't give spoilers. Uh, I won't give spoilers. I will say in advance, it is a very good movie. Uh, some of the stuff that you do see online, where they mention it, it has like different chords that will strike you emotionally. Uh, is 100% true. Uh, what I saw was supposedly it's not a finished product, so I, I may watch it again just to see if there's any difference between what I saw and what was released. Okay, and the I'll leave it there. But the reason uh, we're, I'm sorry, the reason people are like, hey, I thought they only talk about wrestling. The reason we're talking about this is because the company you were around wasn't just a regular audience, right? No, it wasn't. Um, I got very. Uh, once in a lifetime experience, and hopefully maybe I'll get it again. But I was able to uh, attend with several of the WWE's uh, superstars from NXT, uh, and there was some from now SmackDown and Raw. Uh, I forget which brand they on which, but uh, I won't mention two names because you know again I want to kind of keep that. Uh, I guess for the event, and because I don't want to kind of overexpose it, but I definitely was able to sit there, and I could just say this. I'll just mention one named Gigi. She was in front of me the whole time uh, watching the movie, and I uh, had another wrestler in front of me. And I was like, this is pretty cool. Sitting around watching The Flash with a bunch of wrestlers from WWE. Very cool, very cool. So, um, well, let's keep with the topic of movies and, and wrestlers. Um, just read that The Rock has become friends again with Vin Diesel. So he'll, he'll be back in the Fast and Furious franchise. 
he wasn't ending a spoiler alert. That needs to die. <laughs> he he um <laughs> spoiler alert. The Rock shows up in the ending of of the last movie that just came out, and he'll be in the next movie. It'll be all about him, and then he'll be in the Ravi part two of the ending that ends the franchise. So oh, wow. yeah, and then that, oh, that, huh? I was just gonna say I think that franchise was dead. I think after part three. No, 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 no. Show. I love it. I love it. I mean. Uh, the, it's it's not the greatest acting. You have to know what you're expecting when you go see those movies. It's not like I'm gonna go there and see uh, Vin Diesel win an Oscar. You 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 know what you're getting. Some crazy stuff that that's unrealistic. But it, it takes you out of if you're having a bad day and you watch this movie, you're gonna come out smiling a little. Like okay, that was worth it. So that's how I see it. Um, yeah, well, I, I would say this really quick. Uh, just like wrestling, our teams will always be different. But anyway, oh go ahead. yeah yeah, but yeah. John Cena's in the movie. I mean, he's he's not a great actor. I, I think he's a great comedian actor, not action. But speaking about John Cena action, he does have a new movie coming out, an action movie with Jackie Chan, called Hidden Strike, from the makers of or creators of um, the Expendables. So it doesn't, really? yeah. Of course, I'll see it. But um, yeah, it, it's it's an action movie with Jackie Chan. It's not going to win an Oscar, but it's it's John Cena and Jackie Chan. Why not? So the chemistry should be good there. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, because I, I'm not one to follow like movies and stuff like that. I'm going to advise so many people here. I do not really get on Twitter and Instagram. It's not my thing. Obviously, that's where Heather comes in and Mark. It may be the more their thing. Yeah, because we have no lies, so we're always on it. Well, not Mark is busy too. Because sometimes I send things to Mark, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't see that." So I guess I'm the one with the no life that I'm always checking. <laughs> One way or another, I'm on social media checking something out. But yeah, um, I didn't, I, I didn't even notice this, which is kind of weird, and I don't know if anybody else noticed. Braun Strowman hasn't been on TV since May first, and he, and it's, and mm-hmm. it's not, it's not no big conspiracy. It's he's injured. Um, they, it's a personal injury. All personal information, basically, is private. They just said so they didn't say he tore a meniscus. Something they just said it was a personal injury of his. But so we know where he he's at. But um, Drew McIntyre, no one knows where he's at. I don't know if he's waiting till his contract expires and hopefully he shows up in London, in AEW. But I don't. Yeah, I I expect him to show up on Monday that just pass and attack Seth Rollins. That was my uh, fantasy pick, but that didn't happen either. So I, I have no idea what the plans are for Drew. And also, I read that um we all know that um Alexa Bliss is expecting a child. She says she'll be back. That this is not the end of her career, and also WWE extended her contract, so she definitely will have some time when she comes back. Any thoughts? Before yeah, because I, I ramble. <laughs> uh, with Alexa Bliss, congratulations. Obviously, um, I know that. Uh, I you know a lot of the female wrestlers. That's one of the hardest things you got to kind of pick. Sometimes, do I pick a career? Or do I pick a family? Um, so with Alexa Bliss, congratulations. Obviously she's, you know, I don't know if it was purposely made, but, uh, you know, she's going to have a family and hopefully she can manage that work life because, you know, obviously she's got the baby and she's going to be bringing the babies to the events. But I know that can be a lot just for any parent. doesn't matter if you're a WWE superstar or someone living, you know, wherever, uh, that's going to be a challenge for her. It's crazy how the business has changed. Maybe a little easier though. Huh? No, okay, no, no. It's, I was saying it's crazy how the business has changed because before 
you hear all these stories about, oh, my dad was a wrestler and I never got to see him. Or he came, he stopped by three times a year and that's it. And now it's like, no, we're bringing the kids on the road with us. And everyone got buses mm-hmm. now and everything. So it, it's cool. And, they, and they're not wrestling as much as before. It was like, oh, they have six shows a week. Because I remember, um, it was like that for uh, Cena. I remember when he first yes. started, he he would say that he would be only at home for like one one day a week. And basically, would just check mail, take care of some business, and then hit the road again. So it's crazy. Like some of these, why have a house if you're always on the road? So, But now they have bigger breaks because of the pandemic, and it just hasn't gone back to the regular schedule. But that's weird. Um, But, but like you said, with Alexa Bliss... Um, how they, everyone um, rearranges their life. I I was watching the Stone Cold show. He has a reality show. I don't know if you watch it. No, I have not. I watched like maybe like the first episode. I haven't watched yeah. too many of them. I I usually wait for a good number, and then once I hit like four or five, then I binge watch. I'm got the Netflix mentality. I have to binge. Yeah, some. So, I mean, of course, it's scripted, but the the plot is interesting. Cause excuse me, like. People expect, oh, wrestlers are cool because they get to travel to all these places. But they don't really get to see the the area. So if they go to like to London for like three days, maybe they have one day to look around. Maybe that's a bad example. If they go to Hawaii like or all the different cities in the United States, they're there for maybe a day. And, and, and 90% of the day is at the arena. The show starts at 6, they're there maybe like at noon. So it's like an all-day thing, and then right after that show's end, it's maybe grab something to eat, hit the road to the next town, so or catch a flight or whatever. So the Stone Cold show is basically everything he missed. So he's doing he's doing things. Some things are a little drastic, but it's TV. But it's, it's he they'll have him in a fast food restaurant serving food or um, do a magic show. Or um, teach kids how to drive, um, a driving test. So it's different things like that. So it's kind of cool for him to get to do all this stuff when you're always on the road nonstop. But he's one that in, in interviews with his daughter. They'll say, "Oh, I never got to spend time with my dad because he was always on the road and blah blah." blah. So now he gets to live a little life in, in, a, in a nice yeah. way. And I know I saw like the one episode, uh, the premiere episode, because uh, I didn't want to catch it. I, it was him and the bowlings with the old folks. Yes. Uh, in uh, what city was it? I think. Uh, that, that, yeah, you got me there. I don't anyway, know. point being, <laughs> that was an interesting episode. Uh, and it's, like you said, it's interesting because, like you said, a lot of these wrestlers uh, do not have opportunities to see things or do things. Maybe a little bit more now than they did back in the day, but. Uh, to see him kind of do normal things. Like I did yesterday when you see these wrestlers, because you, you, you forget sometimes that they are normal. They like to, to spend time eating popcorn in the movie theater or go bowling. Uh, it's just a little sad for them sometimes that they can't do it because they get harassed. That's why yesterday I kind of catch myself on it. Right. Okay. That's that's a whole different topic for a different episode. Oh, but, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, what was another thing? Oh, man. The Stone Cold thing. Man, anyway, forget about it. Um, let's go back to um, Double or Nothing. When it ended, supposedly Kenny Omega, not supposedly, it happened. He grabbed the microphone and said he has one or two friends that he might have to call to help him. I couldn't think of anybody. But now it's starting to make sense. Because now Forbidden Door is coming. It's coming up. And on Dynamite, 
they they asked basically they were saying that oh Kenny Omega is injured and he went back to Canada. And they asked Hangman, Hangman Page, if that's true. And he goes, Yeah, he left, but he didn't go to Canada and just walked away. So basically, mm. he went to Japan to get some friends in Japan. So I guess that's gonna be the connection for the Forbidden Door. Who he's gonna get, I don't know. I'm not interested. I <laughs> I'm the, I don't I don't I don't follow all, all Japan wrestling. There's no way I can. I know I I have it on TV. Uh, it's part of my my network plan. I could watch it. I just it's just too much wrestling. We're adding more hours of wrestling to watch. I, so it's, there's no way. So I can't follow who's over there, what's going on. So yeah, with uh, New Japan wrestling, um, I know that was like I don't I forgot what network. I kind of was watching for a little bit, but sometimes I feel like they were so behind where. But I, I guess that episode with Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ fighting, um, you know, different times. It wasn't yeah, yeah. them fighting each other. But I was like, this is, you know, oh, and I, me, I like to kind of keep current because if I'm going to talk about it or at least watch it, I want something current. So I kind of stopped watching because of that reason alone. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, also, I, I was reading an article about The Fiend. They, they had a little short interview with the guy who creates the mask. And he said he had a whole bunch of masks about to be made, and like the blueprints and everything, and was told by WWE to trash it. So basically, leaning towards there'll be no upcoming Fiend anytime soon. So if it's so, I would just say that's the character of the Fiend. Cause the main topic was they kept on saying the Fiend mask, the Fiend mask. So if he mm-hmm. comes back, it'll be Bray Wyatt or another version, but it won't be the Fiend, which everyone's expecting to come back. Yeah, see, with me, um, as I think everyone's read at some point already at this point, there's uh, pending releases. Uh, I'm not saying he's being released. I'm just saying that, you know, I want to see what happens with that first. He can't be uh, released. Because, I don't know. There's no way he could be released again, man. But anyway. Well, I mean, if you think about it as a business, like someone that has just bought a nine-point-whatever-billion dollar company yeah i i even which is i know it's gonna be an episode that we could talk about at a later time but like you know you have to make cuts where do you make these cuts if the, oh, i you i have I, to kind of make... I, I have i have a list i'm i'll make it you don't touch the fiend you don't touch bray Wyatt. <laughs> um uncle howdy you, you, you can let him go but um i yeah but you got and i like my the, part is we, we never talked about this but uncle howdy should be bray Wyatt. like if we're gonna go with the whole spiritual crazy stuff that, that should just be another personality of Bray Wyatt, not somebody else, like an actual uncle, right? It should be <laughs> another character. Like, do your crazy CGI stuff that they've done before, and he takes off that mask, and it's Bray Wyatt all this time. You got two people at the same time, but when it's time to take off that mask, it's Bray Wyatt. So, anyway, I don't know about that. But I do remember one thing I had to say before, and, and I have to say his name again, sorry. Uh, CM Punk. I think this is his last time. His, his last chance, his last run, and everything. And for some reason, I think he's going to end up in the WWE for a short term. That's where he ends his career at. So I think this has to be smooth sailing. He has to put butts on those seats, pack those arenas up, so they can be like, okay, we, there's a reason why to bring him back. I don't think he messes up. I think he's the angel, the role model that he was known as before. And so that's why I want to say, do you think... This is going to be a long run in AEW or a short run because something's going to happen. Um, if, if I was CM Punk, me personally, and again, I'm not going to speak for him, but I would keep it short. Um, 
me personally. That's because I feel that. Well, he can't keep chemistry... it short. I think I think he has three three years left, or probably two and a half years, and well, that's if they didn't well, extend if... it because of suspension, his injury. But no, I mean short as he has to finish his contract. I mean, like sh- short means like he got into another um, problem with the young bucks or. Oh. Or Kingston well, or something no. that has to be like, okay, you know what? I'm out of okay. here. I'm taking my ball and going home. No, I, I, okay, but that's it then, no. It'll be long, but I I, I can... I know that... Um, I don't know. Something happened, you know, with CM Punk mentally where I think he kind of analyzed himself because I also read uh, on his, way, his time away that he actually went to Triple H. He actually went to the yes. arena when they were in Chicago. And I think he's mending... Defense a little bit, maybe not saying that he's going to go there, but he was mending the fence, and and I think that you know for him, he wants to be better, and with him wanting to be better, I see him working on being with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and making it a nice long run for himself. Yeah, like I said, he he said he wants to work with everybody and willing to work with everybody. It's they don't want to work with him. Suppose yeah, I think him going to WWE and speaking briefly to Triple H was definitely trying to squash things. I didn't. I don't know the beef that he had with with the Miz. Supposedly, he the main thing was to go meet the Miz and squash the beef that they had, and they and supposedly they did. Rumors. I don't. People seem to know what they're talking about. I don't. Maybe I gotta Google it while, while I'm on social media. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. But I I truly believe he ends it some way somehow back in WWE, even if it's just for a WrestleMania run. But yeah. Okay. But didn't you you were at um the NXT show? How was that? Uh, NXT was very good. Um, as I say, it's always better live because the crowd. Oh, you know, sometimes you watch it on TV, you don't get the energy as you would live. Gotcha. Um, just a quick rundown, I guess. Do you want me to do a quick rundown results? Um, of this yeah, real, real, real quick. Yeah, you can do that. All right. So in the beginning, we had Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane in a weapon steel cage match. I think, honestly, it was the best match of the night. Uh, the match opens up with uh, Lacey attacking Gigi. And I don't know if anyone saw it or kind of caught on to it, but there was a moment when they were outside the ring and they were about to go in and open the cage door. Gigi hit her head on the cage door and started bleeding. I thought, because I was live and I was behind what the door was at or where the door was at, and I thought it was from something from the weapons or something that she got busted open, but no, just trying to get into the cage. She got uh, busted open, had to get some staples. I confirmed with her yesterday. Okay. Um, then you saw Melo. He did a promo with no, no Mar. No, no Mar. Yeah, I saw, and, I saw that part. Um, I, I went, I'm interested because I like the, fra- the faction that they're trying to do here with uh, Miss Jackson, Lash Legend. And, oh, so, so you're the one fan that likes uh, it. I, I, I like it because it's different. It's not the typical four-man. Okay. Randy I mean, Orton, Triple H. I'm glad somebody's know, supporting them. Yeah, I mean, because sometimes you like you know, it's not the one thing I'm trying to learn right now is to be patient with stories and see where it goes. I like his little faction, and you know, I can see them being women's tag team champions, uh, United States champion, maybe who knows world champion, having all the belts in that format. Uh, so I thought it was good. Anyway, uh, then we had Reggie, uh, aka Scripps. The, basically, it was a promo just to uh, keep the skip the Scripps name because everyone knows him as Reggie. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of saw that and I was like, "This is stupid," and I hate Scripps. That that name needs to go bad. <laughs> uh, we had the Dyad versus Tyler Bates and Wesley with Mustafa Ali making a surprise uh, 
appearance and doing commentary, which I think obviously is they have the uh, free agent status, and yeah. I don't think they're trying to take advantage of that. So I'm I'm assuming they're setting up for Wesley versus Mustafa yeah. coming up. Probably at the Great American Bash if I had a pick yeah. up thing. Yeah. Um, then we had a promo with Thea and Duke, and they were kind of doing a promo and Thea not wanting to look weak to Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak. Uh, so obviously, I'm not sure where this story is going. Like, yeah. How does it fit? I, I say, I say, I say, we jump into that main event. Okay. <laughs> All right, and then let's see right here. Oh, I'm sorry. One more quick thing before we go to the main event: the mystery attacker. Oh yeah, yeah. They they were building up this big story of this mystery attacker. I timed this whole thing of the, I guess, revealing one minute fifty seven seconds point seven seven. And I said to myself, this, I, you build this up for months and months and months, and you only give it less than two minutes? I said it was a waste of time. Like, why would you do this to us? Like, <laughs> what was the point? Uh, and then, let's see here. Yeah, my, my only the thing Noam, is the ending, the ending of the show. That's the only thing I really cared about. All right. Well, Noam Dar versus Melo. Uh, it was the main event of the night. It was a really solid match. Melo wins, but then... Surprise, surprise, Baron Corbin makes his debut, also using his uh, free agent status and started attacking Melo, which obviously is starting to set up the story for him versus Melo, I'm assuming the Great American Bash, which this whole free agent status and going into NXT, I don't care for, but that's my Well, let's be for real. The free agent thing means they have nothing for you. Oh yes, that's that, that, that's what free besides besides Brock Lesnar, they don't want to tie Brock Lesnar down for a show because they want him to beat up everybody. But it's sad, people like Corbin and Ali. It's basically we have nothing for you, so you're a free agent and you're just gonna show up whenever he needs you. It's a good thing now because they're gonna get some TV time. But I also feel bad because I like Corbin, but that his last story with JBL died. It, it completely went down the drain. They couldn't do nothing with him. And they took him off for TV, and now he's on NXT. Ali had a great match at Night of Champions, and next time we see him, it's boom, on NXT. So are these really, like, getting sent down to the minor leagues? Or, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, 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 I wish we could find out how they really feel. Eventually, I'm sure they'll speak out, but I, I didn't like... I like seeing them because, like, yeah, they're going to get TV time, but it also was like... Especially Corbin. Corbin was already there. It was the same thing with Apollo. Like, they were already there. Now they're going back. It was. It's just. It looks like you couldn't hack it with the big boys. So now you're down here picking on us. So. Yeah, that's how. I, I, honestly speaking, that kind of that's how it came off with at least Mustafa, um, because you know he couldn't win the Intercontinental Title. So let me come down to NXT and try to grab. Because obviously I can't hear the commentary while I was there, and I came back to it and watched it again to see what it said. And he was like, oh, I got that taste for gold. I want gold. Uh, I don't know if that's them trying to promote NXT to make it almost the same level as the other two shows, or it, or does it give it an appearance that Mustafa, like you just said, can't handle it here. So let me go down here and try to get some gold. Right. All right. And Dynamite, I don't. besides the thing about... Um... Kenny Omega, it wasn't really anything to recap. I'm not going to. I um, just want to say, um, anybody that's listening to us has any questions or they want to leave any comments, they could leave it on Instagram on the 
Hector's lowercase wrestling lowercase world. So it's Hector's wrestling world. You can leave a message there, DM me, leave a comment, a question, and we'll answer the, the question right here. But besides that, any shout outs? Yeah, so one thing I want to do is I kind of promote this organization that uh, actually helped me go to that uh, feature yesterday with uh, The Flash, which is Give Kids the World. Uh, you can check them out at gktw.org. Again, Give Kids the World, where happiness inspires hope. It's an 89-acre nonprofit storybook resort in Central Florida for children with critical illnesses, and their families are treated to a week-long cost-free vacation. So it definitely does good. Um, I know at the end of the year, they do what they call Hearts of Reality. Uh, with that, you can find it also with gktw.org forward slash Hearts of Reality, one word. They do have celebrities from Big Brother, The Survivor, and other reality TV shows. And they also have now in the mix uh, WWE superstars, usually from NXT, some from Raw or SmackDown. And last year they had uh, Sammy Guevara from AEW. Nice. So it's definitely a lot of stuff that, you know, your money spent there for those events or stuff that they do uh, can definitely help someone out in the family. Great. Okay. So we'll leave it at that. We'll see you guys next time. Same podcast, same place. Until next time, guys. See you around. Later.